Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show! Once was a slumber who had two kids, their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town, farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float, all the way to London town. They got a plan, the rich to scam, they're cutting out the middleman, the shysters, Bert and Maggie. Our story begins in a damp, dank, miserable place. No, it's not the streets of London, but a cell in Holloway Prison wherein our heroine, Maggie, and her good friend and sometime customer, Mrs Dorothy Dipling, have been incarcerated. Oh, well, this is a fine to-do, isn't it? No! No, please! Where are you going? There's been a mistake! A horrible, horrible mistake! They won't listen. Will no one help? Not in my experience. <laughs> Look, Mrs. Dibbling, Dorothy. I think, given the circumstances, the affectionate nickname of Dot will suffice. All right, Dot. I'm saying calm down. Take a breath. You'll be fine. Fine? We're in a prison. I've been in a lot of prisons and panicky hysterics won't get you anywhere. Calm down. Yes. Oh, you're very sensible. Pretty big cell for just two of us. Tiny barred window, dirty bedding, a bucket. A bucket? Why would we need a bucket? Uh, Wait, you've been in a lot of prisons. And there's a bright side. A very bright side when you think about it. A bright side? A bright side? We have been dragged off the street, arrested by the police, thrown into this revolting little room and left to rot. What possible bright side could there be? We didn't do anything. What? We're innocent. Obviously we're innocent. Innocent people don't stay in prison for long. Nope. From my experience, most innocent people get let out pretty quick. I mean, in my experience, half-intelligent, guilty people get out pretty easily too. What? <sighs> You'll be all right. You're very worldly, very knowing. I've seen a thing or two. <sighs> two women in a prison cell together. Mama had a lot to say about that. Your mother? What did she have to say about ladies in prison together? Uh, you're maybe not the target audience for Mama's sayings. Oh, do you know why we were... <laughs> arrested? No idea. I mean, there we were, having a pleasant stroll through Westminster. A good suggestion, Dot. It was just the weather for us. Wasn't it just? It was an absolute delight. But then the street was filled with angry ladies and there was a whole lot of pushing and shoving and next thing I knew, we were being hurled into a black Mariah. I, I don't recall seeing a Mariah of, of any variety. Black Mariah is a vehicle? I'm sure I've never met her. She's a police carriage. We oh. Road here in one. Is that what it's called? I I've never had an occasion to know. Well, now you do. And when we get out, you can rush home and tell your husband about it. Pip! Tell Pip! He is your husband, isn't he? He can't know I'm in prison. What'll he think? <gasps> what are the neighbours think? Why 
would the neighbours care? You don't understand. You're used to all this hideousness. This is your world. Only occasionally and only until the coppers realise they don't have enough evidence to prosecute. See? You belong here. This will destroy Pippa Dye. Our good reputation is all we have. Don't yell at me about it. Can I yell at about it? I don't know. The warden? Oh, yes. Yes. The warden. Of course. Warden. Warden. Are you there? Hello, I see. All right, all right. What are we hollering about? Thank goodness, ma'am. There's been a horrible misunderstanding. Oh, no. Not a misunderstanding. They're the worst. They are. What's this misunderstanding, then? I shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here. That's right. We haven't committed a crime. You haven't? No. That's no good. Can't have people who haven't committed a crime in my cell. Difficult. It's a misunderstanding. And those are awful. But the bobbies what brought you here are under the misunderstanding that you're a dirty criminal. They're wrong. I mean, look at us. Do we look like dirty criminals? I don't judge people. A prison warden can't be in the habit of judging people. I'll treat everyone the same. And that's like a dirty criminal. I give you my word as a lady that I'm It'd only be worth something if you were a lady. And you're not. You're a dirty criminal. Warden, please! You seem like a reasonable woman. I like to think so. Mistakes have happened before, I'm sure. I'm sure they have, my lady. There has to be some sort of system for fixing this. You're right. There should be a system. Some sort of a system whereby accused criminals can mount some sort of defence. Have a moment where they can go in front of someone of good character who can assess, judge, if you will, and decide whether or not a body deserves punishment or not. Yes, exactly. We need a name for a system like that. Maybe the judicial system? Doesn't that already exist? She's mocking you, Dot. (laughs) You can pour your ladylike heart out to a magistrate or some such when the time comes. Uh, uh, And when will that time come? Dunno. I'd get comfortable if I were you. It's so terribly unfair. You're wasting your breath on the likes of her. What you mean, the likes of me? I know your sort. You strike me as the sort to know my sort. And your sort likes to pretend they're all about the rules. I am all about the rules. That you're just doing your job. My job and not a smidge more. But really, you're a bully. (gasps) Such harsh words. Such wounds you do me. Ignore her. She's a waste of time and space. (laughs) She's beneath us. Oh, that's highfalutin talk coming from a pair what's been charged with what you've been charged with. That's a fair point. What have we been charged with? Obstruction and assaulting a police officer. What? That's absurd. I didn't assault anyone. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was one of your friends. You can ask them. Here they come now. All right, get them in here. Come on, ladies. Let's sing and finally immediately into the cell. We go. You may take our liberty, but you shall not take our space.
Better yeah, get here. Right, right. I'm not here to take your spirit. I'm here to lock you up and keep you out of mischief. You may keep us out of mischief, but you shall not keep us out of politics. That's never, right. never, never. Shan't be cowed. I'm not keeping you out of politics. Just keeping you in line. You may keep us in line, but you shall not keep us from kicking and screaming and tearing out the eyes of anyone who thinks they can silence me. I think I found the one who assaulted a police officer. I did, with pride and vigour. And I'd do it again, I'd say. I'll make a note of that for the bailiffs. Now keep it down. All right. Keep it down, did she say? We'll show her, won't we, girls? Every daughter Put down in the, the accordion, Lady Tottle. There's no one here to protest against. Oh, oh, as I see. You may have a point. All in all, standard stuff. Decent cell size, not enough bedding, and a bucket, of course. Why is there a bucket? Do my eyes deceive me? Or is that Mrs. Dorothy Dippling? And with her is that Miss Margaret von Liegenschein? Hello, Lady Toddle. How charming to see you, Lady Toddle. My dears, how marvellous to have you amongst our number. Miss von Liegenschein, I knew from the moment I met you, there is a woman with similar vigour to mine. A woman of passion, of of a thirst for life. Guilty. Who works tirelessly for the betterment of others. Oh, sure. Mrs. Dippling, if you'll pardon me, it is such a surprise to see you here. Not at all, Lady Toddle. I, I too, am a passionate zealot. I, I wish only nice things for the world. And if I don't jolly well get out there and do it, who will? Well said, my dear. Shall I ask her or shall you, Uh, Dot? What do you mean, Margaret? Lady Toddle, we've no idea dear why we're here. Mrs. Dippling and I were taking a fashionable perambulation past the Houses of Parliament when we found ourselves caught up in whatever this is. This? Whatever this is? Why, this is a gathering of the Women's Franchise League. I'm guessing this is not where you usually meet. We gather wherever we can. Wherever we are best served to fight for the rights of women. To raise our voices against a government that would see us silent. And to sink our fingers Nails into their cold, cowardly flesh. Oh, no oh, this is a suffragetty thing. Oh, where women get together to complain about what women are suffragetty. Suffragette, my dear. Oh, no. Oh, apologies. I've only read it upside down while my brother peruses the newspaper. Oh, dear me, no. Mrs. Dipley. I had no idea this was about radicalism. There is nothing radical about women wanting a vote. Women deserve a say in their own country. Aren't suffragettes husbandless shrews bent on the subjugation of men? To be a suffragette is to want nothing more or less than what men have and take for granted. I thought helping the poor was more your thing. Oh, I do like the poor. How huge adore them. In many ways, poor people's problems are women people's problems. Among the poor, women are terribly overrepresented. We of the Women's Franchise League seek to franchise all women so they may rise up via democratic rights and build brighter futures for themselves. As for being husbandless, Lord Tottle may not share my zest for philanthropy, but he's tremendously gifted at agreeing with me. And Mrs. Walthamstow is recently married. Four wonderful months of love between flyering and street speeches. Mrs. Clitheroe has been married for many years. He proofreads all my letters to members of parliament. And although Miss Ke- 
Freckle Penny isn't married, she does have a surprisingly dedicated allotment of suitors. I do. I threatened them with the most wanton cruelty, and they treated as some sort of intact. Yes, Men are strange creatures. I've taken to telling them that should they lay a finger on me before women get the vote, I shall break that finger off and mail it to the Prime Minister in protest. When we get the vote, Violet, you'll no doubt have a queue of men wanting to finger you. And then, of course, we have Mrs. Pankhurst, happily married and the mother of five. Why, it's Mrs. P. Uh, Sorry, Mrs. Pankhurst. (laughs) Haven't seen you since that one time when I saw you. Hello again, Miss Von Liegenschwein. As Lady Tottle was saying, my husband and I are in agreement about the rights of all women, that society needs women as much as families do. What of the children? Who looks after them? I'm not in prison all the time, Mrs. Dippling. I do have to rush home at times should the children emancipate themselves from the nanny. That must be annoying. Not at all. It makes me proud to be their mother. Why, only yesterday I caught my eldest, Christabel, turning a table runner into a banner for children's suffrage and I told her, you must fight for your rights, Christabel. Never stop fighting. But please stop for a few hours so Mummy can hire a replacement nanny without you scaring them off. You're lucky you can get out of the house at all, Mrs. P. Most women can't afford to do that, to get thrown in prison, to not be working or at home with kiddies. It is a privilege for sure. I have not suffered the same deprivations that drive so many men and women to see the injustices of the world. But I am in the position to do something about it. And I believe there can be no real peace in the world until women, the other half of the human family, are given liberty in the councils of the world. Uh, yes, 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 I exactly couldn't right. agree more. <laughs> the mother half. What was that? I was just thinking that women, well, you know, they're the mother half of the human family. Oh, <laughs> I rather like that. I'm going to write that down. I'm not convinced assaulting the police is the best way to get your message across. But it felt bloody good. Uh, Violet, Violet, don't say such honestly, things. What were you protesting in the first place? We suffragettes don't need a reason to protest. That women cannot vote is reason enough. Oh. But on this occasion, we were protesting something. Oh. We were at the Houses of Parliament for the reading on a bill of suffrage. A bill that would have franchised all women. Sounds great. And it would have been, but it didn't advance after a single reading. Disappointing. More than disappointing. You should have seen all the women that gathered. The hope in their faces. In their eyes, a glimmer of optimism. And then all at once, it was snuffed out. You were upset. I? I was not upset. I have come to expect it. I'm guessing Violet was upset. But too bloody right! Violet's always upset. Too bloody right. The emotion overwhelmed us all, we I think. We took to the streets, set on having our voice heard. Instead, we were greeted by police, ready to sweep us up in their arms. And so they did. Not before I gave a few of them blinding black eyes. You did throw a lot of punches. Some of them hit me. You were very aggressive, Violet. Thank you. Ugh. How simply ghastly. I thought you'd be into this, Dot. Throwing punches? Oh, no, I couldn't. Not the throwing punches part. I think that's just for Violet, right? Well, you're you're nice. I am happy to share the responsibility. I was talking about the ladiness of all this. I can see you hobnobbing, wearing big hats and going to lots of meetings, I'm guessing. One must have meetings. One must be organised. An organisation that doesn't organise. Well, we all know what that becomes. What? Well, it becomes 
disorganised. You'd be more than welcome amongst our number, Mrs Dipling. We welcome all ladies of every creed and station. Not just the social elite? Of course not. Suffrage is a cause for all women. The likes of Lady Tossel and I may be written about in the paper, but do not mistake us for some sort of template of suffragessism. We use our station to speak out. We have nothing to lose but a little social standing. Social standing? Lose social standing? And really, who needs that? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I want to go home to my husband and my polite tea parties and my gloved luncheons. I don't want to pick at anything. Oh, a terrible shame, Mrs. Dipley. Oh, I'm sorry, Lady Tottle. No, no. Every lady must be free to speak her mind. There's no point speaking it to us. We're not the ones keeping you locked up. You'd need to speak to the warden. Warden! Are you there? Might I have another word? Ladies, I'm afraid the tea trolley doesn't come around for another quarter of an hour. <laughs> Hello, warden. Hello again, lady. <laughs> Hello. I've called you back about the misunderstanding. Right. These ladies can attest I'm not one of them. She could be if she wanted to be. Uh, but I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I just want to go home. Ah, you suffragettes. You're all the same. Fire and brimstone on the street and then meek little lambs as soon as someone holds you accountable. Well, better a lamb than a rancid leg of mutton. Come closer and I'll whip the hair out of your head. Exception to every rule, it seems. Do not rise up in violence, Violet. Instead, rise up in song. Every daughter in the land join us singing, take a stand that for the time has come. You'll upset the other prisoners. Perhaps they will join us all in the song. Look, I don't want you here any more than you want to be here. You lot, nothing but trouble. If it ain't singing, then it's screeching about your rights. You complain about the cell, you complain about the food. Most of you flat out refuse to use the bucket. Yes, what's that for? I want you gone as much as you want yourselves gone. As I see it, there's only one way I could let a lot of you go. <gasps> what is it? I'll do anything. Now you lot are suffragettes. Bunch of rich women heckling people what are going about their daily business. They are. I'm not. That is a flagrant misrepresentation of who we are and what we do. Pay no heed, Lady Tottle. She merely paints a risible scene to dismiss our worthy cause. Yeah, she just wants to laugh at us. That's what I was saying. Maybe the bobbies what brought you in here were in the wrong. Maybe. And hear me out. You're a bunch of regular ladies what got caught up in some man's palaver. That's not what happened we at all. We are not stoolies for a man. We stand tall for all womankind. If you tell me you are just a bunch of silly women who got pushed around by a man, I'll let you go. That's us. We're very silly women. No, we're not. We are intelligent, forthright suffragettes. Here, here. Then I guess you're staying locked up. <laughs> what about me? I'm a very silly woman. It's an all or none deal, I'm afraid. You're all in or you're none in. You shall have no admittance of such from us, Warden. And may I say, I resent you using the power of your position to inflict cynical cruelty upon your charges. You can say it, but I won't have a clue what it means. I have said it, and it means you're a bully. <gasps> a bully? Me? Don't rise to her, you're wasting your breath. Get out of here, you bloody nuisance. Yeah, get out of here, you venomous yeah, pig. Get off, you stinking hedge oh, creeper. Oh, shuffle off, you gib-faced cove. All right. Roll away, you fat 
bitch. All right, all right, I'm going. Oh, it's good fun being a suffragette. I have a good time. What a despicable display. By us? By the warden, trying to harry us out of our convictions. We shall not submit. No, never. We shall not. Are you sure? I always give in to bullies and they usually leave me alone. I find yelling at them feels a lot better. You do? Well, there's much I can teach you. You should join our meetings, Miss von Liegenschwein. The doors of the Women's Franchise League are open to all who wish to see half of the human race free. We always welcome And through that freedom, the saving of the other half. Oh, I don't know. I am somewhat surprised at your resistance, Miss von Liegenschwein. Call me Maggie. <laughs> then please call me Gwendolyn. Uh... You're such a sp- Spirited young lady, with such compassion. I've met your ward before, that sweet young man. Little Willie is a charmer. But I can't go around getting arrested all the time. And what about you, Lady Tuttle? Who's going to help the poor if you're in jail with them? (sighs) To fight for women is to help the poor. I don't see the connection. But you must. Men will say women belong at home with their children. Yet poor women can't afford to do that. If we put votes in women's hands, then, and only then can we begin to change our future. It is right that men alone are allowed in political office. Women should get a say in how their country is run. How their life is run. Why, Miss von Liegenschwein, imagine you had a brother. I can imagine it. You may be educated the same, may live a similar life. You may do everything together. Feels like it sometimes. How would you feel if someone were to ask your brother's opinion and never yours? To have all decisions that affect you be decided by him and not you. I hate that. I hate that a lot. We want you and your brother to have equal say. That is all. Oh, I'm for that. I'm very for that. Good. Oh, I'd be delighted to introduce you at our next gathering. Outside a cell, of course. Yeah, go on then. Of course, I can't go to prison all the time. It's not a daily habit of ours. Of course, the day may come when trouble is the only thing these obstinate politicians will acknowledge. And on that day, the streets will run red with their blood. And you, Mrs. Dipling, how do you feel about the cause? About making a stand for all womankind? I want to go home and sit down for all womankind. Come now, Mrs. Dipling. Surely we must respect her position. Warden, Warden, are you still there? Hello, ladies. Done any rabble-rousing? Got any more converts for your cause? We have, actually. Yeah! Our yes, of course! Very nice. Well done! Oh, it's not bullying if you have. I have called you here for a confession. You have? You said that if we admitted we were the pawns for a man, you would let us go. Is this true? Mrs P, what are you doing? Shh! Well... I give you my word as a lady. And as a dirty criminal. But you have to admit you are soft and silly women what were led astray by a man. You truly are a heinous nemesis of all women, aren't you? Having said that, I, along with my compatriots, are soft and silly women what were led astray by a man. What? That wasn't so hard, was it? What are you doing? Now, honour your word and let us out. All right, all right. Don't be in such a hurry. <gasps> oh, thank you, thank Don't you. Don't thank the warden. Thank Mrs P. Yes. Why are we here? I have come to terms with being taken to prison for standing firm on my beliefs that women deserve a say in society and the laws governing it. We all have. We're prepared to kill for it. Violet! Maybe not kill for it, but maim for it. I cannot force that circumstance upon Mrs. Dipley. Thank you. 
You cannot. We may ask change of politicians, men of power who have a say on our freedoms. A woman scared for her own future, she is not the one to harry. We shall not bully such a woman as others would bully us. I see. Oh, it that pains me to sense. agree. Thank you for including me. I see your point, Emmeline. Very good. We hope you join us someday, Mrs. Dipling. Indeed. And until that day, women must support one another, for we cannot rely on men to do it for us. Well, you're we right, that is wise, I suppose. Come now, let us leave this miserable place. Pleasure doing business with you ladies. Fuck off. Freedom. I'm filled with nothing but rage and regret. Are you sure this was the right thing to do, Emmeline? I hope so. And I hope you appreciate our sacrifice, Mrs. Uh, Dipping. Of, of course. Thank you. So much. Oh, what a waste. There will be other protests to be made, Violet. Other policemen to punch in the face. I hope so. I'm sorry you ladies have to spend so much of your time punching policemen on all women's behalf, even if they're not grateful. Not at all. We are fortunate, men and women alike, to be born at a time when the great struggle for human freedom is in progress. Well, I suppose it gives you something to do. What'll you get up to now? Go home and give your kiddies a cuddle? Perhaps this evening. As it is, we're late for a meeting of the Women's Franchise League. Really? Straight back out there? We have to, for as long as it takes. For what good is the keenest weapon if it is not courageously wielded? Come, ladies, let us exit singing. It we shall be all the way to the meeting. Every daughter in the land Catch you later, Mrs. P. I'll see you at one of the meetings. Now to go home and recuperate from that traumatising experience. Don't know why you're so shaken. You didn't even have to use the bucket. For what? I'm going to go home and tell Bert to start paying the maid more. Why? Because she deserves it. Oh. And then I'm going to give Bert a mouthful for ordering me around. I'm his sister, not his servant after all. I suppose that's reasonable. I'm going to go home and tell Pip I was having a new hat fitted and the appointment ran long. <sighs> you truly have no backbone, do you, Dot? Of course not. I went to finishing school to make sure of it. Come on, let's catch a handsome cab and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and so ends Dot and Maggie's jailbird life. Will they acclimatise to normality now they've flown the coop? And will Maud the May get a pay rise? There's only one way to find out. Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. Bert and Maggie featured the voices of Jacqueline Osorio as Maggie, Lady Tottle and Mrs Walthamstow. Rhiannon Mauschel as Mrs Dorothy Dippling and Mrs Clitheroe. Catherine Jones as the Warden. Rosie Williamson as Mrs Emmeline Pankhurst. And Danny Payne as Violet. Words by Kieran Davy. Music by Matthew Samer. That's Not Canon is a community committed to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you would like to get started podcasting or simply enjoyed this podcast and would like to find out more, you can head over to our website at thatsnotcanon.com. If you simply want to support us and what we do, we would very much welcome your patronage at patreon.com forward slash that's not canon. 
friends, not the creator of the podcast, Rhiannon here. I'm a regular voice actor at the Penny Peep Show. Did you enjoy this week's all-female episode of Burton Maggie? If so, we'd love to hear from you. And if you didn't, we'd still love to hear from you. You can find links to all our socials in the episode description. We love hearing from you, no matter how passive-aggressive or backhanded your compliments are. For example, my husband had this to say of my performance as Honey in the final episode of Lady Midnight. It was something along the lines of, you really nailed the accent by the end. Thanks, Robin. I'm glad you endured the first five episodes of my American accent to reach the final one and finally have it land. Ah, love you, honey. Anyway, we'll really take whatever we can get. So please shoot us a line, and we look forward to you joining us for the next installment of Bert and Maggie in two weeks' time. Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.